millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everybody and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie and it is time for podcasting. Yeah, I'm not a very good singer. As you know, if you go back and you listen to my Endless Love episode as for which I proclaim my love for my really, really good friend. I mean really good friend, Trapper. Hey, guess what? Guess what happened in the United States this week? We elected a new president. Hey, um, so depending on how you feel, don't judge me because, you know, um, I'm not responsible. So anyway, moving on. Um, so this is going to be a little bit shorter, uh, of an episode that wouldn't, than what I would normally do, but because the other episodes previous to this, the I don't know, two or three before this were really long. I'm really going to try to keep this a nice, tight 20 minutes, maybe even a little before that. So get ready, because this is like an amuse-bouche, like a little palate cleanser for your weekend or your week. You know what's weird? Is rec- I mean, it's not weird so much. This is kind of inside baseball. But I released this podcast on Friday night, basically Saturday morning, depending on where you live. And uh, I almost get no downloads over the weekend, which is fine. You know, I get it. Everybody's busy. Um, A couple on Monday, a majority of them on Tuesday, a couple on Wednesday, and then I get nothing Thursday and Friday, which kind of makes sense because you've already probably downloaded it by that time. I'm stalling here because my Safari is... Okay, there we go. Um, Nope, it's still locked up. This is good. This is good. Not embarrassing at all. Let's see here. Why is Safari locked up? No, I don't want to update. Wow. (laughs) This makes for a really, really fun podcast. So Apple wants me to update. I don't want to update. Safari's locked up because I probably have too many tabs open. Let's close these down. Oh, I just closed one I needed. Professional right here. Um, Sorry. Good God. You know what? I have a 256 uh, gigabyte hard drive. And I'm not going to lie. That is not enough. I have to offload this stuff onto a NAS on a regular basis. Otherwise, uh, my hard drive just gets jam-packed. 
So, but we, okay, so here we go. So, yes, we have some new listeners, and I would like to welcome the new listeners. Um, Hong Kong, Italy, Australia is one that we've had. Uh, the, the Ireland's, the Netherlands, France, Sweden, Denmark, which is different from the Netherlands uh, and Denmark are two different countries, just in case you didn't know. The United Kingdom, uh, Germany, and the United States. So everybody that's new, welcome. Thank you for listening. And hopefully after my little technical difficulties, you come back. I'm hoping and praying. Yeah, so let's get started here. It's just like we're starting all over. So in Gadget, John Fingus, <laughs> Fingus. He writes uh, that Vespa is, okay, so there is no shortage of electric uh, motorcycles, electric scooters, and now Vespa, because I've already given that away, Vespa is planning on uh, releasing the Vespa Electrica, very Italian, and uh, it's got all the cool looks of a Vespa without any of the carbon monoxide, which a Vespa probably puts out very little, but now it puts out even less which is awesome. So, um, that's, that's, uh, I don't know. It's cool. I've ridden, well, when I was in high school, we used to have, like, you could buy motorcycles, because I grew up in Alaska, you could buy motorcycles and uh, four-wheelers and, you know, scooters and all that stuff fairly cheap. And a friend of mine, his parents bought them, like, him and his brother they had like six of these scooters that they picked up somewhere so we used to just tear all over the town i lived in town village rural area it was like less than five thousand people in an area the size of rhode island so you know (laughs) figure that out there was a low chance that we were going to run into anybody tearing around in those things but they were a lot of fun that none of them were vespas they were like yamahas and hondas and stuff but I appreciate them letting us drive them. Next up, uh, we're at five minutes and 20 seconds. On time. Next up, this is from Electric, Fred Lambert. Um, So if you remember, Germany was saying, hey, Tesla, you need to rename Autopilot because it's confusing people. And we've talked about this on the show before, but we'll recap for our new listeners. Basically, Autopilot is an assistive technology for pilots. And Tesla used the name Autopilot in its purest form, which is an assistive technology. Doesn't mean you can't, it doesn't mean you can just leave it completely unattended. You still have to attend, it just helps, it assists. So um, Autopilot works the same way in the Teslas as it does in an airplane. Well, fairly, the, the concepts are there. I don't know enough about airplanes to say that that, you know, is 100% true. But Germany wants them to rename it because it's a significant hazard to the people of Germany and everywhere else in the world. Because people, it assumes, Germany is assuming that people are thinking that the car will drive for them. And at this point, because there's been so much press on the death that took place not too long ago back east in the United States, and then also you have the, um, there was a, a fiery crash in India, although they think that that person was trying to commit suicide. Um, But you've had some crashes around the United States and probably Europe where they 
people have blamed autopilot, but Tesla knows for sure because they keep track of all that stuff. They are they are the Google of car companies. They keep track of everything. So, you know, keep that in mind when you buy a Tesla. And if you're okay with it, which I am, um, just so you know, you you know, if you get in an accident or something, they're probably going to pull those records, subpoena them if it's a, a major deal. And you're likely going to, uh, all your all your moves are going to be right there. Um, on a side note, in most new cars, I think in every new car, they have little black boxes. Now, I've mentioned this before, but I'm a firefighter. And on occasion, in a criminal investigation, they'll ask us to come out and help them remove the black box. Because in a car crash, if the car didn't, you know, wasn't too banged up, then it's not a big deal. They can take it out. But in a car crash, sometimes the the black box can be in the zone, the area that is damaged. So they'll have us come out and, you know, pop the door, remove a seat or whatever to help them out, just an assist so they can get that black box. What I learned, and I don't know, I don't think this is a secret. Maybe it is. Anyway, what I learned, I'll tell you anyway, is that those black boxes that they have are extremely sensitive. So what I mean by that is that if, sorry, I can't go through one podcast without banging something and making a noise. Anyway, um, so those black boxes, if you drop them even just by a little bit, like by an inch, the tech uh, from one of the police departments was telling me that it will actually erase the data or damage it so that it can't get out. So they're really, really sensitive. So once we um, go in there and we start pulling these things apart, the techs are generally real close to make sure that we don't, because as firefighters, we just tear things up without much regard uh, after something's been destroyed. Now, if your house is on fire, we try to save as many of your belongings. We're not like throwing, you know, vases across the room or anything like that. But we'll poke holes in your walls to try and gladly poke holes in your walls to see if the fire is is traveling. And uh, we only we try to only do it when it's warranted. But, you know, it's always a guess. Anyway, that's kind of an off um, off the topic thing here. So Germany wants Tesla to rename Autopilot to something else. And so Tesla hired a third-party company to survey German Tesla owners and basically, do you understand what Autopilot means? And here's what came back. This is from the company. A significant, this is a direct thing from the company. I didn't write this. A significant majority of German Tesla customers understand the meaning and functions of autopilot. On one hand, they are aware that the cars, that the car, aware of the car's warnings that Tesla provides. On the other hand, the customers also know that they have to keep their hands, keep their, uh, keep control over their car. Ooh, I'm not so good at reading. Oh, do that again. Boom, boom, boom. So um, it goes on to say, uh, different to what is heard in the media, media, Tesla owners absorb the information that appears on the center screen of the car. Besides the name autopilot, besides that, the name autopilot did not cause the customers to believe that the car was fully autonomous. So basically what they're saying is, is they're looking and paying attention to that center screen, which is flashing up warnings when there's a warning to be shown. And they understand that just because it's an autopilot, the car is not going to drive itself. Based on 
the warnings about 98% of current Tesla owners understand to maintain control of the vehicle at all times. So this, that's good news for Tesla, but always keep in mind that Tesla hired this company to find this information out. Now, I have no reason to believe that they are fudging the numbers so that Tesla uh, looks better. Because, you know, if it didn't come out in Tesla's favor, they would probably just not release the report. But that's always something to keep in the back of your head. Next up, Autoblog. Anti-Kautinen. Sorry about that if you're listening, which I don't know why you would because this is the podcast that hardly anybody listens to. Hundreds, but hardly anybody. Uh, Tesla acquired German company Groman Engineering on Tuesday. The, uh, these guys are experts in automated engineering. Uh, and the deal is set to close in early 2017. Um, now, it doesn't s- specifically say... It just said that they're experts in automated manufacturing. I think I said engineering, but manufacturing is what I'm looking for. Um doesn't say if they specifically do auto manufacturing or other types of manufacturing, but they have plants in Chandler, Arizona, North Carolina, and Shanghai, China. Now, I'm not going to say the name because I don't know if I'm allowed to, but in my the first do area that I work, there's a large warehouse, and they have these automated automatic picking machines that came from Germany. I don't know if this is the same company. I, I went through this tour of this place like nine years ago. But I remember that they said they came from Germany, and this thing will create a pilot. So it there's a that's connected with the stores, right? The the individual retail stores, and it will go out and it will say, okay, store number two forty four needs these twenty things. So it'll go and pick up those twenty things, and this thing is super fast. It'll go pick up those twenty things, and then deliver it, boom, right onto a pallet, and then it gets shipped to that store. So it could be, you know, if it was a grocery store, then it would be like they need, you know, six gallons of milk and four cartons of eggs and and ten things of Cheerios and blah, blah, blah. It just puts that all together, puts it on a cart, and now they have it, and it's available to them. And they can put it in uh, by aisle. So it's an electronic store. You know, pick your example here for a large big box store, and they it, – it, builds this pallet for them which is a really cool thing and when you look at this thing move it is flat moving and i asked well what if you walk into because it's all caged off jesus moron if you walk into the sorry about that if you walk into the cage what happens because it looks like it'll kill you but no there's little sensors so as soon as you walk into the cage and you trip that sensor everything stops so you're not going to get murdered but it's a it's not a significant part of the warehouse but it's a pretty big because the warehouse is enormous. It's a pretty big section that pulls all this stuff together. And it's it's a pretty cool technology. I do not know if this is the same company that does the 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 services the warehouse. But what I do know is that it's impressive. And and we'll just do this on a little labor note. Uh we were asking, you know, how many workers does this replace? Because obviously. You know, you don't want anyone to see anybody lose their job based on automation. And um, the company, the major, the, the main company, fired no one with this automation. They just found them new jobs within the company. So nobody got fired. That doesn't mean at some point if they left, they got somebody got hired to um, take their place. That probably didn't happen. But on the total upside, and I give this company tons of props, 
they didn't fire anybody based on this automation. They just went ahead and found them a new position within the company, which is great. I think that's fantastic. Bum, bum, bum. So, and the, the final thing, because this is, you know, not that side note, um, this will, this is going to significantly improve Model 3. Because based on, even if it isn't the same company, based on what I saw this machine doing, it is so impressive that the Model 3, it, it's looking more and more like the Model 3 is going to happen. And it's going to be as close to on time as Elon Musk can get it. Like, I don't, if it's not on time, I think it's going to be a supplier issue. It's not going to be because Tesla's not prepared. And I can't remember where I heard this, but um, the way the Model 3 is designed, um, it has a glass top. And it has a glass top for a reason, like the, the roof is glass. Um, and again, I wish I could remember where I read this, but basically they put the car together, like all these robots put the car together, and then the last little piece, there's a robot that kind of goes in and fits the, the, the roof. So it go, everything goes in through the roof versus, you know, having a roof on there and then having to put the the seats in through the door or having to do this through the where there would be a door. Um, everything goes in through that top part, which is, uh, that's neat. Um, I really hope that Tesla puts out a video of one being made from, um, a Model 3 being made from, you know, uh, port to port, I guess. Let's see. Yeah. And this is our final one. Hey, we're going to make it in 20 minutes. This is our final one. Electric Fred Lambert, there will be no more free charging, uh, supercharger charging, starting in 2017. Now, here's what I don't know. If you bought a Tesla under the old system where they said you got free supercharging, are you grandfathered in? I don't know. I wasn't able to find that, and it might have been somewhere in the article, and I just missed it because I skimmed through this really quick. I don't know, um, but if it if not, here's what happens: any new person or old person only, oh excuse me, any new Tesla owner or in the case if the supercharging doesn't, uh, you don't get grandfathered in, you get 400 kilowatt hours of free charging, which is about a thousand miles. You get that every year, so you can charge up for free and go a thousand miles at the supercharger, which is great if you're going on long distance trips um tesla wants you like there's only so many superchargers so if you're out there and you are hogging the supercharger then you know you're and you live three miles away from the supercharger station you are basically screwing it up for everybody else because you know that's a that's kind of a dick move so i think this is a way for them to a build infrastructure by charging and B, reduce the congestion at the supercharger stations. Because very soon, you know, there's 400,000 Tesla Model 3 pre-orders. So very soon, there's going to be a whole lot of cars on the road and not a lot of supercharger stations. So I think this does a couple of things. It reduces that congestion, but it also reduces that congestion. So when more cars come, it... Uh, it doesn't overwhelm the, the limited supercharger stations that you ha have, and it reduces the, the congestion now in the short term. 
And then also it helps them because they can charge now. They can helps them feed into that infrastructure so they can build more supercharger stations. I always thought it was kind of silly to have uh, unlimited supercharging, uh, unlimited charging, free charging, because in the end, I want Tesla to be around. It's not a lot of money to charge your car at a supercharger station. It wouldn't be. So like five cents, 10 cents a kilowatt hour. So I really want them, and I don't know if that's the real number, but that's what I've heard thrown around. I really want them to charge 25 cents a kilowatt hour and and really get you know a, a good network of these stations built up because by the time I build uh, by the time I buy my Tesla Model 3 which will probably be in 2020 based on what we have at home for as far as, far as cars go um I really need that to be like when we go on long trips in order for this to the play into my you know getting my wife to 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 go along with this big purchase I really need it a good amount of uh, supercharging stations so that when we go on long trips, my wife is not going ready to kill me because it takes us an extra two hours to get there because we've got to wait for somebody to charge the car up from zero and they live two miles away and they could just go home and charge. Most of the time, I would charge at home because that's where my car sits 90% of the time. And that is it. Ba-da-ba-bam. 20 hours and or 20 hours, 20 minutes and 30 seconds right now. So here's how you can get into contact with me if you so choose. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can hit me up at Twitter, on Twitter at 918digital. If you want to call and leave a message and be on the show with your little message. Little message, it shouldn't sounds like I'm being snarky there. If you want to be on the show with your message awesome message call 918-401-0071 um if you don't mind leave a review at your favorite podcasting um catcher your where you get your pod wherever finer podcasts are served um you can look at uh, i have another podcast called oblivious that i'll do right after this one and if you thought well man that guy is really entertaining. I'd really like to hear more of him today. And he's only got a 22, 23-minute podcast. Go on to Oblivious. Check it out. I review things. I went to a Flight of the Concords concert like three weeks ago now. So I'll be reviewing and recommending that. So if you want to listen to that, please go to the Oblivious. Search it and uh, and download it. I have sticker packs in the iTunes store, on the App Store, excuse me, for the iPhone. Um, if you're interested in that kind of a thing, I have two of them. And uh, soon, but probably by the time this comes out, there's a bundle that I've bundled both of those sticker packs together, and they cost 99 cents. I'll put that information in the show notes. And then I'll also tweet it out on Twitter so that you can uh, download it if you choose or at least check it out. And that is it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this show. Thank you for listening to all the shows. Welcome all the new listeners. Thank you, all of the listeners that have been here since August. I really appreciate it. I hope that you guys have a fantastic
Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.